Welcome to Warren Upstage, a podcast that covers live, dramatic, and musical performances in the city of Warren. I'm Lewis Kerman, and this is the inaugural episode. This week, we get a sneak preview of the Little Door Theater's upcoming stage adaptation of Emma, starring Shannon Hurst. But first, some background on the story. Jane Austen's 1815 novel tells the story of Emma Woodhouse, a 20-year-old who has sworn off marriage in favor of appointing herself matchmaker to friends and acquaintances. The story has seen various adaptations into stage plays, feature films, and television programs. One of the most popular versions is the 1995 film Clueless, starring Alicia Silverstone. But Warren's own Little Door may be giving the Jane Austen story its first ever treatment in 1960s Detroit. Set against a backdrop of hippies versus squares, Little Door founder Shannon Hurst plays the title role. A Jacqueline Suzanne reading, Paul McCartney loving, mod dress wearing Emma, whose confidence and at times boastful attitude over her accomplishments can sometimes create a blind spot, preventing her from noticing when she miscalculates the intentions of others, as in this scene. Oh, Miss Woodhouse, I think I would find you here. I'm sorry, Mr. Elton, that Harriet will be unable to join us, but she's laid up with a fever and sore throat. I hope it isn't contagious. I think we are safe, but you will have to settle for me, I'm afraid, as your companion for this evening. It would make me happier. Thank you. Oh, Miss Woodhouse, do not force me to contain my feelings much longer. Pardon? You are my light, my song, my morning, my evening. You are the love of my life, Miss Woodhouse. Oh, Mr. Elton, what are you doing? No, 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 speak. Oh, Steve, let me look at you and praise you and caress your alabaster arms! Oh, Mr. Elton! Surely you have seen my boundless affection for you. I have not. How I hung on your every word. What? I adore you, Miss Woodhouse. I have adored you ever since I came to Highbury, hoping that you would return my love. I beg your pardon? But now I know my love cannot be equaled by another. Mr. Elton, what are you talking about? I am ready to die if you will refuse me. But I know you will not. Restrain yourself, sir. I cannot. I'm inflamed with passion! Wait, do not be for me! Surely it's for Miss Smith! I... Miss Smith? Miss Smith? I don't understand. I'm astonished, especially after noticing the attention you paid to her. Good heavens, Miss Smith! I haven't given her a thought! If she weren't your friend, I wouldn't care whether she were alive or dead. If her feelings led her to think differently, I'm very sorry for that. But who can think of Miss Smith? When this Woodhouse is oh. here, every part of my being has been in service of adoring you and only you. I... Charming Miss Woodhouse, allow me to believe that this interesting silence is a sign that you have long understood me. It is most certainly not. I have been utterly in the dark about your feelings, at least until this moment. And I and thought that your pursuit of Miss Smith, or what I thought was your pursuit, was your reason for making frequent visits to Hartfield. Oh. Am I to believe that you never thought seriously of Miss Smith? Never, madam. Miss Smith is a good sort of girl, and I wish her well. I'm sure there are men who might not mind poor. Everyone has their level. But as for me, my fortune is not so small that I need to seek an alliance with Miss Smith. I came to Hartford only to be in your presence and the encouragement I received. Encouragement? I give you encouragement? You are entirely mistaken. I only wished for your, for your success with Miss Smith. I have no interest in matrimony at the present time. Good day, sir. I'm most sorry. Good evening. 
What a wretched business! How could I have been so wrong about him? I in love with Elton? That he should suppose himself my equal in connection and mind? Though, having mistaken his feelings, I have little right to wonder why he should have mistaken mine. Oh, God, how could I have been so deceived? Emma's only critic and neighbor, Mr. Knightley, sees right through her intentions. Her desire to help her friend Harriet Smith is further complicated by the class-conscious elders as well as herself. But even she wasn't prepared for someone like Mrs. Elton. Will you be receiving Mr. Elton and his bride? I would be derelict in my duties if I did not. May I be excused from the occasion? Of course. As your great friend, I will do my best to protect you from the pain of encountering the Eltons. I wish I could have done the same for myself. Mrs. Elton was vain, extremely satisfied with herself, and possessing manners that could only have been learned at a very bad school. Your house is so cozy, Miss Woodhouse. So very much like Maple Grove, is it not, Mr. E? Very much so, dearest Augusta. We are happy it reminds you of home. Smaller, to be sure, but... Ever so cozy. When you've seen more of Oakland, I'm sure you will have overrated Hartfield. Oh, yes. Oakland is the Garden of Michigan, you know. I believe many counties are called the Garden of Michigan. No, I fancy not. I've never heard any county but Oakland called so. Do you have parties at Hartfield? We're ever so busy at Maple Grove. Yes, from time to time. There's nothing like staying at home for comfort. Yet I am no advocate of isolation. I perfectly understand your situation, Miss Woodhouse. Your father's state of health must be a great drawback. Why doesn't he visit Gross Point? I assure you it would do him a great deal of good. He's tried so very often without receiving any benefit. In my Gross Point life, I have seen so many instances of its benefits. The advantages of Gross Point for someone like yourself who has led such a secluded life would be numerous. I could introduce you to the best of society, isn't that right, my carosposo? Completely, dearest Augusta. I do not believe Gross Point would suit me any more than it did my father. Have you met the Westons? Oh, yes. She was your governess, was she not? I was astonished to find her so ladylike. And who do you think came in while we were there? Knightley. Knightley himself. Despite his clothes, he is quite the gentleman. Insufferable woman! Nightly, she'd never even seen him before! And to discover he's a gentleman? Oh, Mr. E couldn't have married anyone more gauche. Harriet is fortunate he chose ten thousand a year. Jane Fairfax is an interesting creature. So mild and ladylike, and so talented. I quite rave about Jane Fairfax. Above his Woodhouse, we must exert ourselves to do something for her. Such talents must not remain in obscurity. I'm not sure what more can be done about it. My dear Miss Woodhouse, a great deal can be done by those who dare to act. I shall have her very often at my house, introduce her wherever I can, host musical parties to draw out her talents, and shall be constantly on the watch for an appropriate situation. <laughs> The Little Door production of Emma is directed by Andrew McMeachin and runs January 25th, 26th, and 27th 
and then February 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Showtimes are at 8 p.m. There are also 2 p.m. matinees on January 28th and February 4th. For more information, you can contact them by email Little Door Theater, that's theater spelled T H E A T R E, at gmail.com. You can also visit their website, littledoortheater.com. This has been Warren Upstage, a production of mywarren.org. I'm Lewis Kerman. Thanks for listening.